What's going on, Radio Free Estefan listeners, and welcome to Radio Free Estefan, a gaming podcast. My name is Michael, <laughs> and I got my co-host Scott here. Going to say what's going on, Scott. What up? And powerful Ryan. He's going to say what's going on, Ryan. What's happening, everybody? And welcome to episode 125. It's a, it's been, it's, I mean, that's a lot. That's a high number when you really put in that. The amount of podcast episodes, the amount of hours that have gone into this podcast, just slowly, slowly, yeah, getting up there. So we got a very special episode for you guys today. It's uh, it's the eve of Christmas Eve. We're still recording. We're all we've all been watching people get killed and stuff right before the podcast, and getting into the Christmas spirit (laughs) as you do, as you do. Thanks, Uh, Michael. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sitting here. We're all, we're all like, uh, kind of prepping for the podcast, and I'm like, I just watched a guy die. Holy shit! I can't believe I saw that. And I spread the link out like, like, like cancer. Like, here you go, everybody. Enjoy. Hope this ruins your evening. Yeah, get a taste <laughs> of this. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got a fun episode. We're gonna talk about some hobby progress. What we've been working on. Uh, I think we have a couple of questions over email that we need to go over, and we good to go from there. I have noticed that you guys haven't been calling in and sharing your sweet-ass stories with us, so uh, if you could start doing that again, that'd be great, so we can have some more voicemails going on. But yeah, I don't know what to do with that is. We need some voicemails. We need a new number. But I got I get a new mixer at the end of January. Uh, it's called a Rode... Procaster, I believe. I ordered it from Sweetwater, and they're not getting their shipment in until the end of January. But it'll let us take live calls on the on the air, like when we're recording. So I'm oh, looking wow. forward to that. Jesus. I'm, I mean, totally unfiltered calls. We could get, like, <laughs> random-ass people. Like, you have no we idea. We could get bomb threats. We don't know. <laughs> it could be like... A, like C-SPAN in the morning, you know, when they take calls and people try and talk about Tower 7 and they have to, like, disconnect them. They're like, oh, thank you. Thank you for calling, <laughs> sir. <laughs> we'll have to, like, shut people down. It'd be awesome. So. I'll be right for- back. Keep it going. Look forward to that. <laughs> right. So, yeah, we got a good podcast for you guys. We're going to talk about some hobby progress, what we've been working on, everything like that. And then just general, just catching up. So, what you working on, Scott? What are you working on right now as we speak? I am working on terrain for War Games Camp. So I got in some of my uh, my terrain from Demonscape, that website we referenced a while back on one of the Biotech videos. And uh, it's basically like a base that holds little stands for trees. And I'm I'm painting that, and that way when your you know your models move through it or whatever, you can pluck the little the little tree off and move your models about and stuff. But there's still like a contained area, so it, it accomplishes what I what I want it to, as opposed to buying a bunch of little trees and just having them stand around on their own. That'd be kind of a pain in the ass. So, uh, and then I am working on painting up some stuff. For uh, Chris Duncan and I'm working on that, waiting for it to dry. Like it's some of these old Raupartha Biotech models. They're you know from a million years ago, 
and they come with a base like an oval base molded onto them well that doesn't serve any function really in the game you have to put them on a hex so you know like your facings and how many movement points you're burning when you turn and things like that so it's just a that that oval base glued on one of those hexes so i have to like put a bunch of white glue on it or plaster and then flock it wait for it to dry because all that shit recedes and then put more glue in the cracks that form and it's just a very time consuming pain in the ass sort of process but hmm. okay I, li- I like your uh so are you excited now like what do you know like once christmas and all this jazz is over all of those little uh christmas tree sets and shit like that they go on sale have you oh, seen those nice have you seen those people like already loading up on them, like those little baby Christmas trees that go in the uh, like nativity scenes and stuff? They yeah, just go on like a hardcore sale, and then people just call. buy the shit out of them. Yeah, no, that's a that's a really really good idea. I think I, I might uh might do that one myself, man. Anytime I can get something for cheap, I'm all about it. So Is it looks all good, really huh? loud in the microphone. No. Okay. No, you're good. You sound very distant though. I don't know well, what because micro- I have the microphone pushed away from me right now, so I'm not sawing right into it. Oh, okay, that's fair. So that's cool. Uh, what uh, what scale, Scott? Six millimeter scale for your? Well, these everything else on the table will be six millimeter scale. Specifically, these trees. I think he made them with uh, Flames of War in mind, so it's fifteen millimeter. But they're trees. I mean, you know, it's fine. If they were big trees, little trees, I don't really give a fuck. You know, <laughs> trees are going to be bigger than your mechs anyway, mostly, regardless. So, I don't know. <laughs> They're trees on alien planets. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, None of know, this matters. <laughs> there's big trees. You know, there's bigger trees in California than there is here. That kind of thing. <clears throat> Very cool. Is that what you've been working on? Is that yeah. all you? Uh, other than that, I worked on some... Um, so powerful vince was my secret santa guy and he did all this research into one of the factions i played and picked one that he thought was kind of like me or you know he liked a lot or something and and uh i've been painting up the models for that doing research on how to get that done and uh, those are coming along really well i'm still waiting on i think he said he mailed me my actual models uh earlier this week so as soon as those come in i'm pretty prolific about getting shit done so i'll i'll turn them out and put them on the facebook page as soon as i can hell yeah dude that's exciting yeah oh yeah. uh old vincent vincenzo himself has been getting pretty deep into some other games there as well huh that's right man he's he's a big Baltic fan and then he plays uh flames of war he, or he knows a lot about it and has been playing it for a while and Part of the agreement between us for our Secret Santa was he's mailing me a mat that is a Flames of War mat for the Battle of Tarawa, like, uh, you know, the beach storming the Marines did in the South Pacific. And I'm, I'm going to do, like, terrain for it and stuff, and I'm going to paint a Japanese army. And Vince is in the Marines, so, you know, we'll, we'll play, like, a historically accurate game of, you know, the Battle of Tarawa and stuff at camp and... I, that I 
I was really impressed, honestly, by I think the company that makes Flames of War is Battlefront Miniatures. Well, I accidentally typed in the wrong expiration date for my uh, my credit card, and it didn't process. And they and they just like called me, like some an actual physical person called me and was like, "Hey, man, you know this is what's going on. Can you help me solve it?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, sure," and gave them my number. So it's like very refreshing to get a call from a real person and have like courteous customer service and stuff dude speaking of that like just like that exact same situation happened to me this week as well i uh i ordered that that uh that mixer from sweetwater and this guy sends me an email and he's like hey my name's evan i'm with sweetwater uh i'm gonna be your dedicated rep for this uh for this like purchase just let you know if you have any questions on anything feel free to call me and like here's my number and all this jazz and then he called me on the phone and he goes Hey, I just want to let you know that the that mixer won't come out until uh until the end of January. It's not gonna go out like at the end of December like we thought. And I was like, that's fine, you know. I knew that it yeah. was like super popular and all this stuff. And he's like, Yeah, just let you know. He's like, he's like, Hey man, like, how did you hear about us? I was like, oh, I've known about Sweetwater for a while. He's like, Oh, he's like, That's cool, man. Uh he goes, uh, what are you gonna be using your mixer for? I was like, Oh, podcasting and all this stuff. He's like, Is it a podcast I've heard of? I was like, Probably not, but like here it is. <laughs> so 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 Evan, if you're listening right now, your customer service is fantastic. There you go. Powerful <laughs> Evan. <laughs> Powerful Sweetwater. So But that was pretty pretty cool. And then um like that whole Vince helped me pick like the right units and stuff, so I didn't buy anything that for the Japanese army that like would be inaccurate as far as what they would have had at Tarawa. But the whole thing didn't I mean it cost me like two hundred bucks for like fifty thousand point army, which is, you know, from what I understand the standard people play about fifteen hundred points to two K depending on like what historical scenario you're playing. And then, yeah. uh, they they had some stuff that was like out of stock or something like that but they went ahead and updated my stuff and they called me and like hey this is back ordered it's coming in would you like us to go ahead and send this stuff now and then just send the other stuff when it comes in i was like yeah you know thanks for asking instead of being like you know fucking throwing me to the back of the line and my shit's not going to ship until this one thing comes out two months later or something like that. so at least you find out you know this yeah. <laughs> is like yeah. at least i was like oh no yeah your shit was canceled uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry it's like well thank you Heads up. <laughs> badass dude what about you ryan what you been working on man oh building these big ass mechs what i'm doing right now as we speak fucking with this marauder leg i like these things but these joints suck balls sometimes Zip kicker, dude. Well, the thing is... That they just have to work. That might just have to get, like, tons of... Uh, battle damage. <laughs> or mud or something to cover it up. Hey, yeah. bro. Stuff happens. It's just the way it is. Um, so yeah, been working on these big mechs that are really cool. I like them a lot. Uh, see, I got, I'm building my Marauder right now. So 
Hang on. Let me get my microphone here. Hey, you so much better. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm putting together my Marauder right now. It's done. Uh, I, it took me a while to clean it up. Uh, Michael turned me on to the fact that Gambody, the people who sell these things, like have their own settings on their webpage. Yep. And we started using their settings, and they're baller. So I'm running just like a little bit of a hybrid of David David settings that he helped me with and Gambody settings. Like I just basically I'm not running the full infill that they say to run, and I'm also not running as many supports. But other than that, it's pretty much the same as their settings, and they're coming out awesome, like really really smooth. So I have a locust now that. It's already put together and puttied up. I just need to prime it. And then this Marauder I'm putting together right now. Um, and I already have my Warhammer, so I'm about to have a full Lance, which is pretty awesome. Pretty pumped about that. My goodness. Yeah, the one thing that we discovered on those Gamma body settings was... One of the things that like I didn't expect to be as helpful as it was, like I didn't even know it was a thing, was the different speed. Because like, okay, I'm printing at point one on the parts at forty percent speed or forty per second, whatever forty. The number's forty, and but on the support section, it bumps up to fifty, and I think I could probably push it to sixty, and it uh. We did that hybrid, like, I think I bumped my supports down to 8% instead of 15%. And then my infill, I also bumped down from the recommended 20% to, like, 5%. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Michael are like, fuck supports. We're like... I don't need no infill. Like, so, guys, infill is, like, all the hollow stuff on the inside of your, like, models... That they put like support structure on the inside, so like it doesn't collapse in on itself. Well, these models are so small that it's like they just have like the rigidity because they're compact. It's not like we're making chairs out of this or something that's going to support something. So they just have to support their own weight. So really kick that way down on that on that infill. Yeah. So been working on that, and then. I found out my wife and I have been like him hauling around about going to Sweden and we finally pulled the trigger on some tickets and we're going to go when Scandis is going on or no Lincoln, sorry, Lincoln. So um, I have to paint some 30 K shit. So I wrote up a list to do and whatever. Luckily it's only Centurion. I'm still not thrilled about it. I just I'm not at a point in my life where I really want to be painting 30k stuff right now. Um, <laughs> it's just it is what it is. It just takes so long. I've just done it so much. I just don't want to do it anymore. Well, when is Scandis? When's that going on? Sorry, Lincoln. Oh, you're going to Lincoln? Yeah. That oh my, play dust while you're there, bro. You don't have to play 30k. Oh well, I've already said I'd play 30k. Oh man, so that like okay, 
so like my my thing was I wanted to go to Sweden this year to go to Lincoln to go see the Dust War Journal guys and I play Dust over there. How weird would it be if we were both in Sweden at Lincoln but both like playing different game systems? Well, <laughs> we can go. Let's do it. Uh, Henry's going to be there too, I think. Oh my God, Scott, what are you up to <laughs> this year? Oh, headed to Sweden? No, man, I can't. I can't go back to that country for reasons. But it's just, it's, uh... let's see here. Let's look up Lincoln. Why is there no just like formal website? When I is can... it? Well, I guess all I would need is a passport and whatever. When is it? Like what month? Uh, May. So I'm seeing the 2018 Lincoln, but 2019 Lincoln, Sweden. There it is. Lincoln Navigator, May 29th. Oh, dude, Henry's going. Roger's going. Damn. We might just That's... have to do this. Magnus is going from Depticon. Freddy's going, obviously, and Jody's going. Too bad everything on this website's written in a uh, Swedish Viking. Yeah, <laughs> like what the? <laughs> Man, yeah, May 29th. That's tight. We got Baltic events there. I'm sure. Damn. Let's find out. Let's go to 2018 Lincoln. And I'll type in Battletech. Now that was my plan this year was to like go out of country for a for a an event. Dust preferred. Nice. <sighs> and we've been talking about holding Ryan, our uh, been there, huh? What did you say? You've been over there before, huh? Not to Sweden, no. Yeah. Went to Iceland. Yeah, same. Same shit. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like they have any uh, Lincoln Battletech events, uh, buddy. How dare they? And it just kind of assumes that I'm misspelling Lincoln. It's just like, <laughs> you mean Lincoln, right? You mean Lincoln Continental? Obviously. <laughs> Say no, no, I don't. Stop. Okay. That's tight. That's cool. So, if you plan on going to Lincoln, Ryan will already be there. Maybe. Maybe I will be there. I gotta check with Johannes. If the Dust War Journal guys are going, then, then it's just like absolute exactly what I wanted to do. Fucking baller. I wish I could go buy a house, though. So I gotta, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty expensive. <laughs> well, at least you're taking full advantage of your military service, I'm sure. <laughs> and <Hope so>. making. <laughs> but I'm glad you're getting a full on house now. It's exciting. Yeah. So, what else, Ryan? What else have you been working on? And that's it. These, I'm almost done. I should be done with the mechs I'm printing for myself. 
by the time by Christmas Day, the rest of them should finish up its first printing. And then I got a giant queue of other people that want big mechs <laughs> that I have to print mechs for. So what a swell man. What a great, great man. Scott, I'm not cleaning supports though. They're gonna have to fucking clean their own shit. Dude, for real. Miss me with that. I was talking with Ryan on the phone last night, and we were uh, uh, just chatting about how shitty it is to clean up mechs and like how shitty it is to remove supports. And my roommate just so happened to come home, and I was like, "Jake, come here!" And he walked <laughs> in. I was like, "Bro, I was like, I will pay you a hundred dollars a mech that you print and clean." Like, like, you could use my filament, my printer, just get them printed. He agreed. So it's probably a really good way to make money, man. I'm like, fuck, I'll stay home all day and print (laughs) mechs. Jesus Christ. (laughs) No, I don't think you could make a living with one printer just printing mechs. You'd be have a hundred bucks every three to four days. (laughs) Yeah, you definitely have to scale up. You start with like a five hundred dollar investment or like six hundred dollar investment, get you three just to get you going, or I guess five enders. Yeah, it's a lot. It's so funny that we were just talking about it a second ago about uh like getting those Christmas trees for sale. Check out your uh, check out on the cast and crew chat, Scott. On Michael's seventy percent off Christmas Christmas stuff. Oh, nice! And those are going. Bitch. Yeah, so those were seven fifty. Normally, they're going for like two bucks, three bucks. That looks great, man. Yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So yeah, I mean that's pretty pumped about getting these this big Battletech stuff rolling been talking with uh chris duncan about so you know how we're wanting to play but we're gonna have to build a whole bunch of fucking terrain and all that stuff for the barn to play like a full-size game yep so we were looking at they had an old rule set for um solaris 7 like just arena battles and if you think about it we could take tables and basically make a donut i know this sounds crazy but make a donut out of tables so that you could get in the inside and then also be on the outside and never have to reach more you know like over the table more than like you would a normal table and you could pretend that that open hole in the center is solid so you can't shoot across it or whatever nice. and then have like an arena fight and just make some arena terrain and you could do that like I would like do two six by fours end to end. So you got 12 by four and then put two six by fours on the end. And then another two six by fours this way where you've made a donut. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And then you could fight in the arena, just build like some industrial looking arena terrain. You don't really need a lot of terrain for arena fighting and then use the old Solaris rules. And then the cool thing about it, when you fight in Solaris, you don't have to use like sanctioned design type shit because you're talking like these dudes are gladiators so all they do is sit around and like customize their mech to the exact specs that they yep. want i'm games so what you do at that point <laughs> so, because these these yeah, gambody these SRM gambody 20s mechs, all over the place these gambody mechs 
have so many weapon options. Like if you look okay. at like once they make like a weapon fucking pack for them, like if you look at that, even that little urban mech has like a million different weapons for it. Yeah. And they're all plug and play. Now, obviously you're not, it's not, you're supposed to like be like, well, this is for this variant or this or this, but if you can just customize your mech any way you want, I mean, you can, it's almost like a Mr. Potato Head mech. Like you can like make variants that aren't even a real thing. Just like put whatever weapons on it you want, duplicate it, mirror them, whatever. And you would only need like one mech for that because you're just going to be doing one-on-ones, maybe two-on-twos. But if you did two-on-twos, it would be like me and Scott could be from the same stable. And then like Chris and Eric could be from the same stable. And you'd just do like a two-on-two, but me and Scott would be on a, a team or whatever. Would you, uh, would it be through by tonnage? So, like, let's say that you wanted to field like a 50 so, ton yeah, fucking. So, the hunchback. way Solaris works, like, if you read the fluff on Solaris, they just have weight classes like actual prize fighting. So, oh, you have okay. light, medium, heavy, and assault. So, it's not like there's a 55 ton weight class. It's not like that. It's like there's a medium weight class, a heavy weight class, an assault, a light. But then they have an open weight class, which is you can run anything you want like literally anything versus anything so you might so so like if i wanted to run like four fleas against your atlas no we do that oh well i mean you can i mean it's like you're talking it's like this is like ancient rome shit so like anything you could invent i mean it's like all about the spectacle sometimes like you're not going to win like the belt you know what i mean you're not like going to be the solaris champion by running four fleas against an atlas that would be like a just like a headline grabbing like spectacle match which i would love to do I would love to have like a little team of asshole fleas, just knowing they're one of them is gonna die, <laughs> but be badass. So like, so when you're saying okay, so like in the game, in like in BattleTech, in the game I'm playing right now, which yep. is very different than the actual BattleTech, mechs are limited to the amount of hard points they have. So like, some have like you know three hard points for energy weapons. One it's, has it's not two like hard that in the board missiles. game. So in the board game, you literally just have tonnage, critical yeah. slot availability, uh, and then like depending on your weight, there's like a maximum rating for certain things. Like there's a maximum amount of armor for your weight that you know you can have things like that. Yeah. But the construction rules are totally different. So it's it's actually less limiting in the board game if you're going full. Uh, like asshole. Yeah, I mean you can min max the shit out, of whatever. I mean there's no like this is an energy hard point. No, it's just like I'm starting from scratch. I have this chassis. So like if, if I was going to do this Marauder, Marauder weighs 75 tons. I just basically kit out a 75 ton mech how I want to kit it out and use this Marauder to represent it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go look up how to print a grasshopper real quick. With every laser I can find, <laughs> and I will play in your death in your death circle. We will have. Yeah. Sorry about that rear armor, bro. But so, what do you think about this, Scott? Because we can almost play this immediately, like because all, all we need is like some twenty-eight millimeter terrain that like just literally looks industrial, like pillars or whatever. Like it wouldn't yeah. be that hard to make, <clears throat> and we already have the tables, and you just play on game mats. And it'd be way more inclusive where you would only have to have one of these mechs. So, like, if somebody wanted to come over and try it out, like, we just have extra ones. And then it allows right. you to, like... It also, you don't have to paint it military. You, like, literally can paint it like a fucking NASCAR with, like, flames and fucking logos and shit all over it, which is kind of <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm oh, down. Oh, yeah. Found it. 
Let me go ahead. <laughs> or a fast Just like one random Mac and fucking get it out however and run yep. it like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't want to go overboard and make like a million different arena Macs. Like I would just, you know, probably pick yeah, one. Yeah, I would just have one. Yeah. Because I have, you know, I'll have an entire Nova. So five Macs and then five points of infantry for our actual like yeah millimeter games but i'll i'll ha- i can do one back for like a standalone thing when when everybody's done printing all their you know other shit i'll ask i just shot super glue my eye again remember how i did that before yeah yeah there you go good for that ghost <laughs> yeah goes right in your eye it'll be all right check out that i'm sure that's you yeah. Yeah, man, that's dope. Not mad at that at all. Uh, 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 uh. Not mad at that at all. Yep. So I, uh, for those of y'all that are wondering what a grasshopper is, <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like—a super high jumping mech, like the Michael Jordan of mechs. Yeah. Not mad at that. No, and they, how high does a grasshopper jump? Depends on the variant. They got different ones with different amount of jump jets. But if you're making a custom neck, you can fucking send that sucker out. Just completely, completely jump jet it out, can you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as many jump jets as you want to put on it, I guess. That'll fit. Like, if you just stripped it down as much armor as, like, you could. Like, you just had bare minimum armor on center torso... And then this everything sounds else. exactly like a recipe for success. I just want to put that out there. Like this sounds like this will work beautifully. <laughs> it's just, it's just tons and tons of jump jets followed by tons and tons of lasers. No heat sinks, only lasers. <laughs> and then you just jump behind. What do you think, Scott? You think this will work? This sounds like a great plan so far. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it'll work for one turn. <laughs> Maybe. Yes, it will. I don't know who the poor son of a bitch is going to be piloting it, but <laughs> hope he brought his sun tanning lotion because fuck, <laughs> going to be a little toasty in there. See the crazy thing about arena fights, though, if you're doing one on one, you don't really have to have sustainability, so you can get away with some crazy shit like Michael wants to do in a way. Oh yeah, yeah, true story. Yeah, grasshoppers, the hunchback two C's. I think we're gonna have a good time. I'll take my I don't know. I wouldn't I would not use a, that AC twenty hunchback in an arena. I'd load it out with SRMs, but the one with the four ATM twelves is pretty good. <laughs> pretty savage. Yeah, we'll have to look up like clan stuff for the arena because I know like clan like the clans themselves want nothing to do with Solaris because they yeah, think they it's a perversion of their warrior code. They fucking hate it. But that doesn't mean you wouldn't maybe have some inner sphere guys with some clan stuff, but I don't know what the availability or if that's a thing, you know what I mean? Cause it literally is like space Las Vegas. So it's like a, it's like prize fighting is. So obviously like in the UFC or boxing and shit, there are still rules and classes and things like that. So we'd have to, they used to, they had an old, game that Faza made that was basically just Battletech set in Solaris, so I'm going to try to find an old version of it on eBay or 
you know, a download of it somewhere or whatever, and then we can just kind of rewrite the rules to suit what we're wanting to do. Mm, 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 mm. I'm looking right now. Going to 3050, trying to see what we got here for this grasshopper. We'll get it printed. I'll run my, I'll run a hunchback in there. They'll be good. Be a good time. <laughs> uh, speaking of hunchback, man, that's one of the things I've been working on this week. Uh, getting my hunchback 2C printed up. Um, not really like I was doing anything. I set it to print, and I almost I had to keep checking. Like I kept checking on it. Like it's one of those like uh, things. I, things. Yeah, I, I. So one of my prints that failed a long time ago. I don't. I actually, I still to this day I don't know what was going on with that. I think I just. I think it's because I was using that PLA plus on the 3D printer. And with the PLA plus, you have to set the temperature of the extruder, which is a little tip that pushes the plastic out and melts it. You have to set that heat higher than your normal PLA. And I did not do that. And then, so I think it was cooling too fast. And then, so I was like, basically I had a print that failed, um, almost like 16 hours into a print. And it was just like an Afro on my, like on my model. And so, like, I'm constantly afraid of that happening again. So I put up a webcam to monitor my print. It actually just came in handy a few minutes ago, so works out pretty well. Uh, I have a little baby window open while I'm at work that has that webcam on it. That lets me just uh, keep checking on the print, make sure everything's going fine with it. Um, it's uh, It works out pretty well. So I got a print printing right now. The rest of my hunchback... And I printed up the torso, the custom torso that I mirrored the Gambody one so that I could put two AC20s on his uh, on his shoulders. So that came out, that printed. I cleaned up all the supports, and I definitely wanted to put paint on it. And so I did that last night. Uh, what else happened got my uh mad robot miniatures tank riding legs in those are fucking awesome got those in for my mordian so i can now have tank riders all over my uh my shadow sword and stuff like that and my my conqueror and stuff and i dude i really like that mordian army you're doing looks really really good i know it's kind of random and out of nowhere but i like the concept of it I've always, I had planned on doing something similar with Valhallans when I first discovered Mad Robot, like way, way back in the day, but never, never got around to it. The edition changed and all this other shit. Your stuff looks great, man. What's crazy is it's like, it's such a pet project because I think, so I'm probably like fully painted. I probably have like 30, like probably like 3,250 points worth of Mordian so far. Yeah. And like probably f like another 15 to 100 to 2000 that's not painted. But like I've only gotten in like two games with them. Like it's like solely just like a project I wanted to do just to like flex my paint muscles and just like, you know, just have something that I can constantly work on and all this jazz. I really, man, like I dug in and I got all of these uh 
death corp of, death corpse of Krieg, like last cannons and mortars. And have, I don't know if you guys, Ryan, you used to play death corp, right? Or like you have a death corp army. Yeah. Yeah. I got a huge amount of those guys. Have you ever put together their mortars or their last cannon teams? I have the last cannon teams. I've done the last cannon teams, the heavy bolter teams. And those are the only two. Those are ass to put together. Like those are total ass to assemble. I hate putting those things together. But I wanted my Mordians. I used the Mad Robot Miniature Mordian Heavy Weapon Teams to man those heavy weapons. Because those those heavy weapons look way better than the Cadian uh, ones, in my opinion. So I just bought those, dumped the Death Corp guys, and then just like loaded up Mordians for them. So. Yeah, but the it's just, Death Corps, like, heavy flamer team where it's, like, a dude, you know, holding the gas tank and then another dude actually has the flamer and they're, like, helping each other. That's that's a damn good-looking model, man. That's a classic. Yeah, whoever designed those, like, those weapons, the way they're running, everything like that, they just, like, that's, like, badass classic, like, Games Workshop Forge World. And all of even the heavy weapons are badass. Everything's badass. It's you know there was definitely no idea that they were going to be a two piece set that clipped together, snap fit. This was like legit. Yeah. Beauty. Yeah. yeah very good looking stuff, man. So. Yeah. So I've been working on those. Uh, also, I got my uh, Cult of Paint airbrush in today. Uh, mm-hmm. Have not put any air through it, so. It's kind of scared too, so I'm just gonna keep using my Evo and <laughs> never, like, <laughs> never take it out of the package. Never take it out of its package. It looks so nice. Uh, I was extremely happy. I 100% now that I've I've noticed that the uh, um now that I've gotten this one in, I believe that the trigger in this is not a direct swap for the Evo trigger. So I'm glad I have not printed the evo trigger because this is gonna have to like i'm gonna have to design a smaller version for this so so i can get my high roller trigger inside of my inside of my uh cult of paint infinity which will just be sacrilegious i feel like for <laughs> for people listening. <laughs> uh, but it's your airbrush now man you get to do what you want i'm gonna have this high roller trigger this is Henry Steele's gonna clutch his pearls. <gasps> like, how dare you? Just kidding, Henry. So, yeah, I'm working on that. Um, what else, man? Worked on my Jeep today. That was kind of fun. But, it's all car stuff. Not really hobby stuff. It's sort of a hobby. It's your car hobby. Yeah, got a 1982 Jeep Grand Wagoneer. And... I needed to empty the fuel tank on it because that fuel's been sitting in there for about a year and a half now because that's how I bought it. It, it. They parked it and hadn't run it since. And so I had to empty the fuel tank, so I siphoned all the fuel out of it. But before I did that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to have some place to put this fuel, and so I'll just have to go buy some gas cans. And I was like, eh, I really don't want a bunch of plastic gas cans lying around, so what what can I like? How can I make this cool? And so I ordered some jerry cans, man. <laughs> like, how dope <laughs> are jerry cans versus gas cans? 
so those made it in like i don't know if you guys have realized but uh usps has been like uh busy busy man yeah so they're they're they're, they delivered this morning on sunday so they like dropped off all my jerry cans and immediately went to go siphon all that gas out and uh put up a freshly charged battery tried to roll over the old jeep aruski with some new gas in there she wasn't having it so put a little starter fluid to her she ate that right up so yeah i'm guessing it's not getting fuel right so i'm guessing that the the old gas that was in there this new uh this new ethanol treatment inside gas it totally eats up old plastic parts so good news is like everything's in a mechanical fuel pump in that jeep so that's i'm not worried about the fuel pump being fucked i'm just worried about some you know o-rings or something just not like probably melted and blocked the entrance or something like that so i got a fuel issue i got to figure out but i was not planning on doing all that work today so it's just a fun project that i got going on in addition i got a i got a 1982 jeep grand wagoneer and then i've got a 12 foot pelican boat that we both picked up like here within the like span of like a month of each other and like both of these are projects me and my dad are working on in addition to my company just allowed me to start our own barbecue cook-off team so it's like it's like all of these projects are like uh <laughs> well <laughs> busy man so yeah that's what nice. i'm working on nice it's a good time so you want to get into some emails? Yeah. Let's do it. Do it. Okay. So this one comes from Bob. Bob says, hey, Michael, do you still guys still do event shout outs for events concerning that good for nothing Forge World game? <laughs> <laughs> the California Bay Area folks are trying to up our event game. We're launching a casual narrative gaming heresy series focused on people getting hard for heresy. The first event for Fall of Antisasi, Antistasi is January 13th at the Game Castle Mountain View with more to come. Facebook event link. Best, Bob. Hope to see you guys at Wargamer Camp again this year. Powerful Bob. Uh, I hope Ryan likes his shells from Bob. So, <laughs> did I, so th- Have we talked about the cat, my cat on the show? taking those shells and hiding like putting them all over my house no please please share my little black cat (laughs) william likes those fucking seashells and he'll find them like we just like threw them on a shelf somewhere and he'll get up there and pull a shell out and then like you'll just find a shell like in his water bowl or in your bed or in the hallway or whatever i he just like pulls them out i was finding shells all over the house i was like what the fuck is going on it turns out it was my silly cat doing that that's fucking crazy, dude. That's a, that's a, definitely. My cat, she'll take stuff. Like she'll she'll find stuff that she enjoys, and they'll just end up in my bed. Like I can't tell you how many, like you know, when you're like refilling filament into your 3D printer, you snip the end. I can't tell you how many of those ends she's taken out of the trash can in that room and brought to my bed. And like I'll lay down, I'll be like, oh, what the hell just stabbed me? And it's just this long ass filament. Like she just <laughs> brings stuff to the bed. Uh, one day I had my wallet missing and here, 
I use a Magpul like minimalistic wallet. So like you see how little this is? Yeah. Little baby wallet, right? Not a man size wallet, all that jazz. I had my wallet missing. I could not figure out where the fuck this thing was. Like I was like, man, I know I had it on the table. I always put it next to my keys. Like I was going through like maybe somebody broke in, saw my wallet immediately, or like perfect. And like let like I could not process how my wallet would go missing. Hey, thanks. <laughs> thanks for leaving. <laughs> and then I'm like looking everywhere in the house and like I just like I was like I came home for lunch, looked, couldn't find it, and then finally after work I was like, All right, fine. We're just gonna have to tear this whole fucking house apart. It was in her fucking cat bed, dude. It was like like she she found it, grabbed it, and put it in her bed. And I was like, "Why did you take my wallet?" Like, so. Hey, check this out. We got no video from you. Oh, yeah, god see. damn it! Hang yeah. on. I accidentally clicked the button. Okay. That is beautiful. Wow. I'm really finding out how shitty my fucking internet is right about now because my computer just froze and now I can't see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we can still hear you, so it's good. Oh, okay, good enough. Oh, his shoulder pad fell off because I didn't glue it. What is that mech called, Ryan? This is the Marauder. It's one of the cooler looking mechs in Battletech, I think. <clears throat> yes, yes. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite looks-wise. There you go. Look at him. How handsome! I like that Top Gun. Yeah, this is the 9D version, so that's a silver bullet Gauss rifle. It's okay. got two Clan ER larges, four medium X Pulse lasers, and a uh, silver bullet Gauss rifle, and a fucking. Uh, Radical heatsink system, so it can shoot all this fucking shit all the time, consistently. Hey, how do you know if a mech has a radical heatsink system? Does it say it on the record sheet somewhere? Yep, it'll be in, like, where the weapons are listed. It'll yes. just list it there. Oh, okay. And then also, if you look in the critical slots, it'll have a spot for it in the critical slots. Okay. <laughs> so, Fall of Antistasi, oh, part yeah. one. Totally, totally forgot. <laughs> anyway, sorry. This is going to be in Mountain View, California. Uh, it's going to be at the Game Castle. Uh, January 13th, guys. Uh, it looks like they have a Facebook event going on for it. So if you want to go ahead and look at that, let me go ahead. I'm actually going to post the link up on Radio Free Estevan right now so you guys can go check that out so you can get like, the full information for them. Boop. Done. Published. Hey, did you see the trailer? The little death of hope trailer part two thing that that dude put out yes i did yeah it looked pretty good man pretty impressive that i don't know anything about video design but from what i understand that dude's having to pay for that shit all himself like do it all himself and i have to imagine that is a very costly and time consuming fucking project so good on him yes i wonder how we could send him money how do you go about sending that man money? He's probably got a Patreon, I'm sure. Yeah, I would hope so. Jesus God. <laughs> okay. So there is that. Uh, also, we've been talking about, for all you the people interested in uh, Dust or playing Dust, 
we were talking about holding the RFZ Radio Free Sparagrad Nationals over at Ryan's Battle Barn. So Ryan, what is the Battle Barn looking like right now? So the the deck is on it. I sent you pictures of the deck the other day. The entryway doors are on it. The uh, trim that goes around the garage doors is on. All the windows are in. Uh, basically, the full exterior is done other than being wrapped in metal, and the metal is stacked in my driveway. So I'd imagine as soon as Christmas is over, I would think that they'll either show up Wednesday. I don't know if they're going to take the whole week off for Christmas. I don't know. So either Wednesday, they'll come out and put all the metal on the building, or they'll start uh, you know, Monday the following week. I don't know. But once that's done, the, the exterior will be done. It's already wrapped in Tyvex. The roof is black papered, all that. Um, so they basically just need to put the metal on and the garage doors in, and the exterior is done. The electricians already come out and marked where everything goes as far as wiring and everything. Uh, so all that's been purchased. I can't imagine it taking very long to wire it up. I'm going to talk to my builder. I think I'm going to insulate it myself. Um, have Emily help me and maybe a couple of my friends, if they want to come out and help do it, we should be able to insulate it in a day. It shouldn't take that long. Just one big room. Cause you just measure the length of run you need from the top to the bottom and put blue masking tape or whatever on the floor because it's concrete floor and you just roll it out to that length and cut it and you just count, you know, how many you need going down the wall and you just keep cutting them while somebody hands them to you and staples them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's right there. I mean, I, I'd imagine it'll be done, you know, sometime mid, late Feb- January. Ooh, so if I were to schedule, let's put it on the books. <laughs> February 16th and 17th. Does anything special happen? Oh, that's that's a that's Valentine weekend, isn't it? Do y'all yeah. do anything special for Valentine's Day? Yeah, let's not do that. I already every year <laughs> her birthday falls on Gen Con every year, so that's already a thing. So let's not. Here she is, right here. Hello. Say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone. I can't hear you. She brought me this thing. I don't know what this is. Peppermint a peppermint truffle. Oh, sounds delicious. Mm. Ask Emily if the 23rd hey, and the 24th is okay of Are February. Are the 23rd and 24th of February, are we doing anything? You don't think so? I think we're good, man. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, start preliminary planning. Okay. Well, uh, so possible nationals, dust nationals going on. We'll see. What does that mean? What is a Dust Nationals event? That I assume very important, right? Uh, so every year they host in Germany, they host in Poland, they host these like mega dust tournaments. That's like they call them Nationals. Uh, there's not one going on in the USA right now. And although we would love to be called the Dust USA Nationals, we don't think uh, we we don't have that backing. So we're just gonna call it the, you know. Radio Free Sparagrad Nationals, and hopefully the name just catches on. And it's just a just a big tournament, you know, like just a whole bunch of people come up. There's a surprisingly a shit ton of people around Ryan right now that play Dust, and even more around you, Scott. Like you yeah, are. No, I live in like fucking Dust Mecca right now. Yeah, 
well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so sorry, all bro. the Ohio people, all the Kentucky people said they drive, uh, drive down and all that jazz. So already from what I'm, from what I'm gathering, just by the people who said they like come already, we're already like something like 21 people or something like that, that would play in it. And I think the German nationals had like 18. So like, it's like, Hey, surprise. Like, kicking ass so me and chris duncan will play i don't know if you counted us and then I um not. so I we'll definitely we'll definitely play and I, then, actually uh, didn't, I didn't count anybody in your group i didn't count jamie i didn't count any of your people i don't know how many people you got up there playing right now well you owe somebody a mythos kit that you dropped the ball on uh it's sitting in my car right now i have all my dust stuff in my car that i just pulled from the shop yeah you need to mail that to me and i'll get you paid okay so, because that'll be another guy. He's really wanting to get in on it. Um, did you count Bill? I did count Bill. Yeah. Me and him have been playing every game night. We were trying to get one game in every game night that he comes. He's real fun to play with. I know Bill has some people he's been playing in Indiana. I know that, like, without without actually announcing anything, like, we've got a pretty healthy turnout. That would go. Jason Turner won Nationals one year. When <laughs> yes, it was he did. Back when... Back yes, when it was bigger, so he lives local too. I could probably get him to come. Hopefully, that'd be cool. I'm sure he would. <laughs> he, he sure did. Jason Turner is just like this mystery man. Like he's like, like the MI6 of like the gaming world. <laughs> like he just like shows up places. Like oh yeah, I was running this event. It's like yeah, I remember playing that game. I won nationals like <laughs> in 2009. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> they got my picture hanging up in like a a hall somewhere. It's all right. <laughs> Jason's awesome. He's one of the nicest dudes you could ever meet, man. He's a really cool guy. Dude plays everything. He's like Chris Duncan. It seems like that's just like the Indiana style, though. It's like everybody up there just got to play every fucking game that exists. So, so yeah, we got that coming. And that's planned out. That's all we got for emails. That's all we got. Um, I went on I Have Horus talked about war games camp and henry's class and matt's class and john's 3d printer class so uh you guys will have to hear me on there and i'm going to go on outer circle probably tonight and do kind of the same thing hang out with cat and maca oh cat maca so that'll be fun and then uh I've been invited on a few other podcasts, so I'm just going to keep traveling around. So, you know, the sooner we sell out these uh, War Games camp tickets and these class tickets, you don't have to hear me talk about it anymore. So if you don't want me just invading every podcast that you listen to and constantly talking about it, just buy tickets. Once it sells out, I don't have to talk about it no more. I'm kind of excited Henry's going to be coming to Cyprus to do his painting class. Hell yeah. Just hang out with Henry again. Put yep. him on them scooters in Houston. I just <laughs> mailed him a package. I mailed him a Locust, a Rifleman of the Big Mechs. He's been reading the novels. There's this character named uh, Gray Noonan that has this Rifleman called Legend Killer. And he is famous in the Biotech universe for holding the title for the longest at Solaris in the open weight class. Um... And then he just retired with the belt 
like never got beat, retired kind of undefeated, and then just kind of like lurked around and would like threaten people every once in a while to come back and kick their ass when they got a little too uppity. Um, but uh, Henry really likes Gray in the novels, so I printed him up a rifleman he's going to paint up Legend Killer. So I sent that. I sent him a bunch of dust stuff. He ordered a bunch of dust stuff and some snacks, some American snacks. So he's going to get a care package here soon. I love that that dude's name is Legend Killer. I was kind of hoping that the locust had something to do with that story. Like, I was hoping you were going to say that, like, he went back to Solaris and got beat by a locust. But no, no. Why are you all into these little mechs? Why do you like all the little ones? Cause they're badass, dude. Like they're like like one on one. No, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat them, obviously. But you get enough fleas, man. I just like that you're hung up on these, and like if you're going to play a light mech, just go to the king of all light mechs and just get you a gunsmith. I don't know what that is. Yeah, you have to look it up. It's the king of light mechs, like the absolute king shit of king shit of light mechs. Why is it so badass? It's doesn't even make any sense. Like you read it, like the amount of armor that it has, the amount of damage it puts out, <laughs> how accurate the damage is. Um, oh damn, that thing's it cool is. looking. It's scary yeah, looking. It, it looks rad. It doesn't even make any sense. It's like somebody sat down and just like went, we're gonna mid-max out a light mech, like just mid-max the shit out of it and make it a thing, and that's what they did. Is this a gunsmith? That's a marauder. Yeah. No, the the only people who make the models Ironwind. Like there's not a mech warrior online one or whatever. You'd have to get somebody to make you if you wanted a big one, you'd have to have someone made 3D modeled up. It looks bad. It looks like a mixture of like the alien from aliens. Like it's got that cool head. Yeah, it's real sleek looking. Very sleek looking. Oh, oh, oh. This has to be an STL. Catalyst Games work in progress. Oh, it's tight. It's very cool. Did, I, you look, I, did you look at Sarna to see what it's like? How fast it went? Let's see here. Let's go to Sarna. This thing is a 25 ton mech that goes 216 kilometers an hour with the mask. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit! So it moves 20. What's it? What's it rocking? What's it got on it? Four medium X pulse lasers. Yeah, but this is like this wasn't invented till thirty one thirty one. Yeah, who gives a fuck? It's awesome. It even has laser reflective armor, which is hilarious because about the only thing that's going to hit it are pulse weapons with a targeting computer, and then when they do hit it, they do half damage. The thing's badass. That's like the coolest mech I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's it's the Michael mech of Michael mechs. Yeah, I'm over here playing with the because I'm trying to stick to it time frame i didn't know we were like doing freebird mix hey this this mech right here is 3145 and and the big the big designs i'm just running whatever i can run i don't give a fuck i'm trying to still stick around jihad era ready for my kodiak to come in my kodiak to stand uh, next to my hunchback it's gonna be sweet yeah i want to build a lance of gunsmiths and just chase people around with them just irritate the fuck out of them. Just a whole lance of them. Just a pursuit lance of them. 
just find your atlas in the backfield and just get back there and just surround it and just run around it in circles like little piranhas and just shoot it apart. See, I don't even need a cool gunsmith to do that. I'd do the locust. No, you won't. I'll, I'll do that with uh. No, you won't. With, <laughs> with all sorts of stuff. We'll eventually get it done. We'll eventually get through that armor. <laughs> Hey, did you play a campaign game last weekend? I was not able to. Ah, damn it. Uh, next time Eric's around, we'll have to. Me and him will get our game in, and then we'll just play like back-to-back games. We'll get our game in, and then we'll start the next round or whatever. Yeah, I gotta play him next round, so I need you to fuck him up real bad. <laughs> I'll do my best. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I am going to be brainstorming a what what weight class will you be in, Ryan? What for, for your for, the, for your arena? I'll probably do a heavy, I'll probably do a heavy mech. Okay. okay. But I'll probably enter it in open weight. I'll do he- I'm going to make a heavy cuz I think I can run a heavy in open weight. I think I can build a heavy to take on assaults. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to also build one up in the open class and you have more knowledge of all the weapons and stuff than I do. Yes. I think uh, are you just going to put like esoteric weapons like it doesn't matter you're just going to go find like some stupid like what if I put an omega in the weight over like in the heavy class like in the open class would that be cool? I mean, you can. Man. Well, for one, that's extinct, but I guess you could. I wouldn't care. Also, that mech is fucking horrible in the board game. It's too slow. It only moves two, three. Well, I only gotta shoot one thing. <laughs> you. You can't shoot me if I just move out of your firing arc every turn, and you can't turn fast enough to fucking point a gun at me. If you're facing one direction, and I run behind you, and you move at your maximum move, you don't even have enough move to turn all the way around. Ugh. <sighs> Sounds like, uh, what do you call it, problems? Uh, <laughs> warlord problems. It seems like we're playing, like, this is like a game of, this is just a game of two warlords facing each other at this point. It's just math. You better hope you win initiative, and, and I have to move first. That's all, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, anyway... All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? That's all I think we got. That's it, man. Happy holidays. Yeah. Light episode. We didn't want to get too carried away for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Y'all have a good one. See ya.